podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. It's August 11, 2019, and I will be reading to you the topics that I want you to reflect on. Number one, David and Goliath. I've always discussed companies that are small. These are the Davids and the large, which are the Goliaths, because I do believe that you need both, preferably about six Davids and four Goliaths, but you can tweak the math. Um, If you want growth, then it's more Davids. And um, but there are a lot of Goliaths that are growing, so it really depends on how you want to tweak the David and Goliath math. But that's what you want to do. These are the questions of new companies Davids are your Slack, Tinder, Pinterest, versus Goliaths like Alphabet, Facebook, Amazon. Um, we also touched on the Thanos snap test, which is I wanted you to learn if. What is the TAM, the total addressable market? Is it a TINA? Is it there is no alternative? And is it a bay before anything else? Always ask yourself that if you snap your fingers and that company disappeared, will everyone cry? If yes, then that company is worth studying and might be a good 10x bagger. Number three, um, I wish to tell you that the less work is to ride the whole trend substantially that's why we have to study and our criteria first and foremost has to be most admired ceos most admired companies happiest places to work for we need these criteria which are not in the charts so that we can study the company wholeheartedly second thing is why do i teach you investing because you might think that trading is easy but trading is making seven percent in three months scanning stocks and grinding is hard work is seven percent in a quarter good for some yes because that's 28 percent a year but it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of grinding investing is actually less work especially for people who are businessmen because it will yield you great rewards and if you devote hours um, in studying and as an investor it actually helps you to be better on your business being a good investor translates to being a better businessman and vice versa being a good businessman translates to being a good investor it doesn't involve discounted cash flow valuation or cfa so if you think that trading is easier actually it's investing that is easier and more rewarding investing concepts do not require you to be a great trader you do not have to be great in your timing this is not the swing trading service that you are asking for it's a place that chooses companies, selects companies. You're going to choose great, excellent companies. Every quarter, you shall cost average. Why every quarter? Because every quarter is earning season. You will assess earnings. You add it if it's good, and you don't add it if it's bad. Over time, in three years, you would have added 12 times more position on good names because there's 12. Um, 4 times 4. 4 times 3 is 12. And if it was a bad name, it would only stay as one position that will never go 
um, that you will never increase. So it's actually a momentum concept of adding winners and minimizing or subtracting or essentially not adding those losers. So you buy every quarter the good names and you do not buy every quarter the bad names. Automatically your winner is added. Your loser will be less and less the fact that you do not add position and you will minimize them. Why did I say in the pod podcast last week that Call Financial was able to hit 200,000 clients? Did they teach people how to trade? No. They taught people how to invest in great companies and small wins accrue over time. We explained that as an example, SM Investments. They taught people 5000 every month. I'm teaching you to cost average every quarter, meaning every earnings report, not even every month. Because anyone with zero knowledge on trading can invest. We even discussed secular trend ETFs, which are lazy but effective ways to not get affected by one company, one earnings, and simply ride a secular trend. So the ETFs we recommended were IGV, IPay, ESPO, NERD, Millen, M-I-L-N, which is Millennial. Um, actually, a lot of Millennial companies this earning season was very strong. They were Planet Fitness, they were Tinder, which was Match.com, they were, um, of course, the busiest names which are your fav favorite Starbucks, Facebook, all of those things. Now, short-term trading is assumed easy, but it's wrong. People cannot understand the concept of catching knives because it takes decades why you would catch a knife. It's not easy. And people would have to cut loss every time if that trade was wrong. Short-term trading is not easy, but you can invest better if you know the picture. Long-term investing is investing in great names and cost averaging every quarter, seeing it play out in the next 12 to 36 months. Now, most people think they want to do shortcut. Maybe I just buy uptrend. Maybe I just get this moving average so-and-so. Ta-da! Okay, that's not trading. Trading is grinding, grinding, grinding. 7% gain in 3 months. It's very hard. It's grinding, scanning, discipline, and size. People take years very difficult. It's macro picture, it's micro picture. You gotta chart a lot. It's hard. But if you can make 100% in Disney just by cost averaging, just by studying the strategy, which is easier, which is harder, you do get my point. Uncovering Beyond Meat, making 250% was easier rather than buy, sell, buy, sell. Buying and holding Nintendo, SoftBank, Tencent. Far easier, less stressful, less commissions, more profitable. It was my sitting, not my thinking, that made me money. Was this spoken by a, uh, an investor? No. It was spoken by the world's greatest trader. Jesse Livermore said he made money sitting than trading. The answer every trader has learned after some time. Let me read it to you again. It never was my thinking that made the big money for me. The experience in, the, in, the, in their experience invariably matched mine. That is, they made no real money out of it. Men who can both be right and sit tight are uncommon. So I suggest you trade half if you want to just, you know, take the money. 
but invest half. Short-term is exhausting. Make 9% a day. Great work, right? Woohoo! PLDT. But my question, these companies would provide that 72 peso every year. You have to realize that 1,200 buyer, which you just sold into for 9%, was not wrong either. Because he gets 6% even if he buys at 1-2. You are just a better entry point at 1090, which is better than a 6% yield. We are older now. We keep trading, 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 and learn that we have great companies on our hand. And the best way is to ride. Actually, I still have my CHP at zero cost. It went 335 this week without me thinking, trading. I know it's too small of a position, but I let my profit ride. I sold entire position. That's why it's just zero cost. It's just profit. You just let the profit ride. I would not know that CHP was going to report good income. I didn't even think that company will do well after being managed by a lousy crap. Those Mexicans are bad. But the concept of just riding your profit because it's a profit, the best one just does riding. Did I know that Beyond Meat will hit 240? I just rode it. So the thing is, you can sell half but invest half. I sold fly, it fell down. Great, right? But I still keep half because you need to be flexible. You need to keep your winners. Did the land bank of Philinvest appreciate over the last 30 years? Of course. You have to think about the land bank, the recurring, the growth, and not about what happened in the go-go last week.